Well, welcome into the Men Who Mimosa podcast. It's Gunner and Cheyenne. I guess before we get things going, we're going to pop the top on this bottle here. We absolutely do. Oh, that felt so good. <laughs> I love that sound, Cheyenne. It's the best sound. <laughs> it's the best sound. Uh, mimosas love them. But uh, anyway, uh, we got a guest coming up a little bit later on. Uh, his name is Ron and his wife, Terry. Uh, he's got a story uh, about a topic that we were talking about on the air. Mm-hmm earlier this week uh, about have you ever died and come back? I mean, that's kind of where we ended up going after talking about a story about a uh, Texas teen uh, who went in cardiac arrest while rock climbing, and then he was pronounced dead by doctors after CPR was performed on him for two hours. Okay, five minutes after the doctors left, uh, he miraculously came back to life when his mother was talking to him and praying over his body. Okay, I mean, that's... Scary situation. I mean, and and then nothing more than a miracle. I mean, you can't call it anything else other than a miracle. Agreed. Right? Yeah. So he comes back to life. So, you know, the mentality is like, what did he experience during that time? You know, and then that's when we open it up to you, Camel Nation, is to share stories about have you ever died? Do you know anybody who ever died? And come back. And what did you see? What did they see? What did they hear? What did they experience? And there were a lot of great stories that came in including this one uh, from Ron, which we just invited him in and uh, to tell the story of how his wife revived him after he died. Can you imagine, though, like being that spouse and having to revive your spouse? That'd be so scary. It would be terrifying. Let's hope you got a good relationship, though. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, here's my out! <laughs> so, let's hope you're not Lord. in a marriage that that is like yeah. that, right? Yeah. Uh, but no, she revived him and came back. So we're going to talk to Ron and Terry coming up here in a little bit. Uh, but after we read this story on the air about the Texas teen, you know, that that died while rock climbing, it said he went into cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. So like the next day, there's a, uh, a story on uh, Fox 10 here locally in the Valley of a 12-year-old Arizona soccer player who collapsed on the field after suffering cardiac arrest. She, uh, they, they did CPR right away, mm-hmm. brought her back to life. She's doing okay. She's in recovery now. And then, you know, then my mind's like, there's two kids there, two teens that went to cardiac arrest from doing just a basic activity, a certain activity. Well, it was sports, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the heart rate's up uh, and stuff, but. You yeah, know, but my assumption is, is that, like their body's probably used to that level of, yeah. of activity. And then my mind goes to Lamar Hamlin. And him suffering cardiac arrest on the football field last football uh, last NFL it was last yeah. season right yeah last season yeah mm-hmm. and there was a lot of to do around the Lamar Hamlin thing about could the COVID vaccine have been like played a part in that whole cardiac arrest situation are you meaning to say Damar you keep saying Lamar it's- oh <laughs> Damar Hamlin <laughs> Lamar uh, Odom is okay I got it Damar. I'll just give myself credit on that right now. <laughs> I'll give you all the credit in the world on that. Uh, I even me. have it written down as Lamar. <laughs> it's my bad. And Dumar Hamlin on yeah. uh, Buffalo Bills. Yes. They were playing the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. And he got hit, and he pretty much died right there on the football field. Yeah. And luckily, emergency personnel came and uh, did CPR right away and brought him back. They say that how quickly he was, uh, the emergency responders were there uh, and doing CPR and, and chest compressions, that is what the only reason why he is still alive today. Yeah. Yep. Right? So a lot of a lot of credit to those uh, first responders. But 
with that speculation about DeMar, then you get uh, the kid in Texas with cardiac arrest. Then you get the teen here locally, the 12-year-old Arizona soccer player, cardiac arrest. We don't know if the two teens, those two kids, got the COVID vaccine, and maybe we never will. But it was a random thought in my mind through this whole thing that what if it is the COVID vaccine? You know, my kids aren't vaccinated. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't, you know, make them go get vaccinated. Yeah, mine, mine did not get vaccinated. Yeah, we either. did. We, we were did. kind of forced to to be able to come back to work. Yeah, which is kind of weird and crazy. Yeah. And I just kind of feel like if there's it, like if we were to find out that these three things had that in common, that all three of them were vaccinated, we already know Demar was vaccinated because he had to be vaccinated, right? But if those two kids got the poke. I mean, there's a connection there, if that's the case. We don't know for sure. No, we right? don't if know for got, sure. If they, the, the, the teens were vaccinated. And that we and we definitely also understand that this is a big can of worms that yeah. we're opening with this conspiracy I, theory. I'm just throwing it out there. No, I think that it's a really good thought process, it though, is. because, like, prior to COVID, when was the last, when was the last kid you remember seeing cardiac that had arrest. cardiac arrest? Or any of this. I mean, maybe... Something that, and also something that wasn't a genetic thing either. Yeah. Because it doesn't happen very often. Didn't they say Damar was genetic, though? But, I mean, maybe they are just saying that. Yeah. Maybe there was a connection, but nobody wanted to say anything. I do vaguely remember them saying that his dad had a cardiac issue yeah. as well. But I also remember seeing, like, the pre-final diagnosis was that it was such a slim chance situation of what they thought that it was. So, and, I don't know. And I highly doubt... Unless it's going to be some independent research or something. Somebody coming out, like some whistleblower or something, right? Mm-hmm. The, there's no way the government's going to come forward and say this. Never. No way. Never. They, they were making everybody get the vaccine. Yes. You know, with that, and it was emergency approval to get the vaccine out there. And I'm sure it did help save lives and stuff like that. But there wasn't enough testing on it to see what the long-term effects on it yeah. were. Which is know? why we, I didn't have my kids get it. And maybe we're seeing it now. But maybe we're not. Maybe we're just completely way on a whole nother page. I don't know. It was just a random thought. And uh, sometimes random thoughts, there is some uh, validity to it. I feel like there is, though. Like, it just makes sense to me. It's just a weird connection, man. Yeah. But uh, anyway, you know, we kind of went on to the whole topic, have you ever died and come back? And a story that I didn't share Uh on the radio that kind of hit me after the fact, because I did share that my brother... Uh, when he was young, he was riding his bike, and he was always the one that um, hit the the bike jump. He always made it higher. He always wanted that extra brick, right? So he gets that extra air. And he did that, and he crashed without a helmet, and he hit his head. And what he was describing um, after he woke back up, because he blacked out. He was out. It was like a bright light, so everybody's like, dude, you died, and you came back, right? So this was when he was like 9 or 10 uh, when this happened. So, uh, what year? He was born in 85. So, that would have been 2085, uh, 95, about 2000, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. No, 95. So, it would have been 10. Yeah, yeah, 95. And I was still living at home. I, I graduated in 99. So, that happened in 95. Um, In 2006... My brother was out fishing with a buddy of his, and um, the boat, it was a canoe, and one of them got up and shifted, and the canoe flipped. And this happened in the month of 
May. I've, oh, it's May 5th. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's the anniversary of his passing. Um, but yeah, the boat flipped and he ended up drowning. Right. I mean, May, the waters up the Pacific Northwest are cold. Yeah. And he was wearing Carhartt stuff. So when that boat flipped, he said, I'm going to swim to shore and left his buddy at the boat with the uh, the canoe flipped over. He was just kind of using the canoe as a flotation device. His buddy was. So my brother starts swimming to shore and his buddy loses sight of him and I guess assumed that he had made it to shore and was going to get help. But when a boater rescued his the buddy who was still with the boat and they made it back to shore, they couldn't find my brother anywhere. Right, so they called nine one one. Emergency personnel came out, and divers found my brother's body in eight feet of water off the shore. Right, so the uh, the presumption as to what happened with him drowning was that the Carhartt stuff got so heavy, the cold water, his muscles couldn't just kind of keep him keep his head above water, right. so he passed away. And I remember when his body was at the funeral home. Just driving along and remembering that time when he was a kid and he hit his head and he came back to life. I was like, maybe this could happen again. Oh, really? Right, when he can come back, when he comes back to life. Mm-hmm. And I remember calling the funeral home. It was like, it was the, I'm sure it was the oddest call that they ever received, but I felt better making the call was to, hey, the cooler doors, can they be opened from the inside? You know where they store the bodies? Yeah. Because they hadn't cremated him yet. He was still like in the state that I found they found him at the funeral home in the cooler. And I asked him if could it be pushed open? Like if, if somebody came back awake, came back alive, would they be able to push the door open? Because in my mind, I'm like, what if he did get back to life? But then there's a lock on the door and he's trying to get out. Right. And then he dies inside of a fridge. Like, because he came back, wow. you know, this is me in my mind. I uh-huh. mean, obviously it's a traumatic experience. Right. You know, whenever you lose somebody, you're, it's traumatic. And um, especially in this way when he drowned, you know, but I mean, just me processing it all. That moment when he was 10 and coming back to life went through my head. So I had to call just to make myself feel better to see if that cooler would reopen, you know, if he, mm-hmm. if he did come back right. to life, which he didn't, you know, he was mm-hmm. cremated and had a service and everything. But yeah, we're coming up on the anniversary tomorrow, May 6th, of uh, his passing back in 2006. Wow, that's crazy. But yeah, when he was a kid, when he did die, all he was talking about was that bright light, you know, and you hear of people and their stories of what they saw after they died, you know. Um, some of the stories that came in when we were talking about this on the radio were some people were hovering above their body watching uh, people try to resuscitate them. Some people saw bright lights. Some people, what somebody saw like, um, it was like a weird, like uh, uh, a TV static on one side and darkness on the other side or something I like know, that. No, I think it was a bright light a bright on the light other, on side. The other yeah. side. Yeah. And just the different things that people see. And you well, know, somebody had said that like someone in there, in that state had said, it's not your time yet. Yeah. There was, yeah. Another Go story back. Go where back. they it's went up there and, and saw like an uncle that they had never met. Yeah. Ever. And, saw this uncle in the afterlife or whatever, and the uncle or grandpa or what, whoever it was said, it's not your time. Go back. That's mm-hmm. what you're talking about there. And that's when they were resuscitated and came back to life. And that's that was the, crazy. So I just couldn't imagine, like, and I mean, a lot of these people that die, they die. So there's no telling the story of what they saw. Mm-hmm. But there are people that come back, and some of them, some of their stories all kind of have a similar, you know, I saw a light type thing. Some people didn't see a light. 
You know, and the story with Ron and Terry, he never saw a light. No. You know, and uh, why not jump right on into it? You know, so Ron and Terry, they live in Peoria, and here is our conversation with them. All right, so Ron and Terry are from Peoria, and before we get to what happened, you know, as to you dying and then your your lovely wife Terry reviving you and, and that whole thing, you guys have an interesting story already. I mean, you were married for how many years before you got divorced the first time? Five. Five years. Five years, and then we were divorced for 27. 27 years. And then um, you both got remarried. Remarried. And did you get married? You got married right away as well? Because she was married 27 years, right? I was married for 22-ish. Okay. Okay. 22 of those years. Yeah. And how long, did you say how long you were married prior to the divorce? Well, yeah, we were married five years. Five years. Five years. Divorced. 27 years. 27 years. Separate relationships, separate marriages. So now you haven't always been in Peoria, though. So no. can you kind of tell the story on uh, where you were and in, in, in that? Well, when we when we got divorced, we lived in San Angelo, Texas. Okay. And so she came back here, and I stayed there. So And then ended up hanging out and then yeah. getting married. And then she married, remarried Wes. Yeah. So you were married uh, for a good amount of years to um, the. Uh, to, I guess we don't want to put her name out there, but you were uh, you you got married, but like near the end of that marriage and the end of her marriage, she called you while you guys were still in separate relationships, right? Out of the blue. Yeah, I mean, because at the time, I don't think she had issues with hers and. I really didn't with mine. So then why did she call you, like, out of the blue? I don't know. She's right. <laughs> yeah, Terry, ter- ter- okay, so why did you call? So you, you're, you've you been married for 27 years to your second husband, yeah? Right. After the first one here with right. uh, with Ron. So why did you call him out of the blue after all those years? I think it was just curiosity. Curiosity. You know, you know what's what's going on in your what's going on in your world, and you know, let me tell you about mine. And you know, yeah. I could understand we were, that. Well, we well, knew each other for for so long that yeah. it was like, yeah, we got married, we got divorced, we had problems, but then it's like, you know, you kind of grow up a little bit, and you go, okay, well, I'm just curious. I, I kind of want to know, you know, what's going on, and I yeah. just yeah. Well, and we have a child together too. Okay, I mean, so we you have, have a child together when you guys were married the first time. Or, okay. Right. okay, and then we both have other children with our other marriages, and here's the ironic thing. My daughter, who's 17, born November 17th, her da- her son was born on the same day. Interesting. Okay. What? A different year, but the yeah. same birthday. So <laughs> that call, though, after 27 years divorced, mm-hmm. kind of reignited the, the conversation, right? Well, between it just gets your brain thinking, you know. Like, yeah. And d- so, I mean, you guys had kids together. So over that 27 years, you didn't communicate at all? No. She didn't want me to have anything to, and I'll call her out on it all day long. She kept me for my kid. Oh, really? Yeah, she did. She, it was her fault that I didn't get to spend time with my kid. Wow. And but <laughs> he had a change of heart, obviously. Over the, yeah, but she still don't talk to us. My child doesn't talk to her. Uh huh. Well, she does now because she comes to her office for dental work. Okay. But she doesn't talk to us, and she works. I mean, we see her all. Okay. I mean, but she will avoid me. Interesting. Okay, so wow. now that call happened, then things started rolling. Mm-hmm. How did you both end up out of that relationship to where you both were available then to get remarried? How did, how did well, that whole like thing? Like I said, I moved to Vegas. Yeah. And eventually, within 
weeks of me being in Vegas. My- well, it's because your wife that you were married to did not want to move to Vegas. Absolutely. She wanted to stay back in Texas where yes, you guys were? She wants okay. to, that, that's her home. That's, she will never move from there. And she had no issue with Terry calling you? Your ex-wife calling you and talking to you? No. Huh. Which is crazy to me. Yeah, which is yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that blows my mind. Yeah, so she was okay with it. I mean, do you think, like in the back of her mind, she kind of felt like you guys' relationship was coming to an end anyway, or Probably, no? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, it's kind of going that right. Okay. So you got this job, moved to Vegas. She wanted to stay home with family. So now you're a single man in Vegas. Now, Terry, what happened with you at the end of yours when you found out he was single? I guess. Well, we he came from Vegas to Arizona, and we kind of hung out for a weekend and. <laughs> While you were still married? Yeah. Yes. He was, a, he was in Rocky Point. Okay. He was just on a guy's trip in Rocky Point? Yeah, yeah down you know, there for the big motorcycle. bike week. Yeah, motorcycle weekend. Look at you, Terry. <laughs> well, and I, I didn't think anything was really going to come of this. I just yeah. thought, hey, oh, we'll go have lunch. Too. or Let's catch it. <laughs> oh, <Ron. laughs> Golly. But then, yeah. yeah but you then. don't dress like that for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, so you guys you went and you hung out that weekend, and did it just like reignite the, uh, a passion that you had 27 years yeah, ago? Yeah, it was crazy. Okay. It was fun. And then he, he was on Rocky Point, and he came back. What happened? You just kind of, the, the wheels got in motion of a, yeah. just to end his yeah. relationship. Yeah, Vegas hoop by yeah. that time. <laughs> well, he kind of got gist that we were talking again, and, and we all knew each other from high school. Yeah. yeah. And okay. um, so he was kind of like, he because he knew he and I had dated in high school, and my ex husband at this time, right now that was my husband at that time, uh-huh. we were just friends, and he actually dated my best friend back he's in high now school. Married to, oh yeah, <gasps> the plot in this story yeah. keeps thickening. I know it seems so unreal, <laughs> so, but yeah, but so, yeah. So he found out, and then it just kind of blew up, and so then I just kind of loaded up my car that evening and drove to Vegas, and didn't really know what I was getting myself with, into. Uh, back with Ron, yes. Okay, so yes. then you were doing weekend trips, yes, from um, here to Vegas, up until you were able to transfer to Vegas to be with him full time. Yes. Okay, so exactly. then that happened. You guys, did you guys get married in Vegas? I'm assuming, yeah, we did. Okay, <laughs> both times, <laughs> both times were in both Vegas. Both times here. We got married at Luke in the chapel at Luke. Air Force okay. Base the first time. That's right. Yeah. And then the second time was in Vegas. Um, and then ultimately ended up back here because yeah. of work or because Well, because of my my heart attack and all that. Okay. So okay, yeah. So did that happen in Vegas then? That happened okay, in Vegas. Okay, so here here's we're gonna jump right on into it then. So you you guys got remarried mm-hmm. and then something happened medically to Terry, what what happened where you found him just lifeless? Like what 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 happened? Well, we just spent the day kind of shopping, and he wasn't feeling good. wasn't feeling good. He kept going. I just feel like if I could just get sick, I'd feel better, you know. And this went on into the morning, and I kept saying, "Should we go to the emergency room?" He's like, "No, no, no, no. Well, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Just some heartburn, that kind of stuff." So then he lays down in the. It was like early morning. I think it was like two, three in the morning. He finally just said, "I'm just going to lay down." So he laid down. I flipped off the light. No more. Laid down next to him and felt, and he didn't feel normal. And I'm like, this isn't right. So I'm kind of shaking him, nothing. So I flip the light right back on, and I can tell he's not breathing. Nothing's happening. And so I'm screaming. His daughter at the time, she's about 12, she was there for the summer. So she runs in. We call 911. The operator says, okay, this is what we're going to do. So she walked me through chest compressions while the paramedics were on their way there. They got there. They took him out into the living room, had us go back into the bedroom, her and I, and then I can hear them back there working, you know, out there yeah. working on him. You can hear that that bag where it's kind of doing that, okay, putting so air in through you, him. You were doing the chest compressions through via the 911 operator, mm-hmm. Yes, right? but I nothing mean, was happening. Had, had you had CPR training or no? You know, 
being in the dental field, you always have to have CPR training, uh-huh. but would I know what to do without that? No, without that 911 operator, I would have not known yeah. what to do. I, I really, I, I, you say you would, but you don't. Gosh, but I mean, what was going through your head though? I mean, is, you know, your, your mouth to mouth blowing air into his lungs. Well, I just did chest compressions. That's all I had to do. Okay. Chest compressions are the most important part of CPR. Okay. But yeah. so oh. tiring. Yeah. They're, it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you like feel, I've never done CPR or chest compressions or anything. So you felt like the, the bones breaking in the chest? Or I, didn't, like I don't think I was going that deep. Okay. Because I couldn't feel anything breaking. But Let me tell you, it hurts. It hurt when you... Just r- afterwards, after yeah, it was I, all done. That and your tailbone. I don't know. Why? If what's par- wrong with the tailbone? Well, because the paramedics, you know, put me on my hard floor in my living room and did more of that. Uh-huh. And I don't know if they... If that just hurt, but man, forever that just that tailbone. Yeah. <laughs> right after that was the worst part. That in my Did chest. You, have you ever heard that? But the it could be. It's probably they... from when, because they eventually they shocked him oh, with the yeah. AED. So when that happens, your body essentially like the you get that an electric charge through. Oh. So what I'm imagining happened is your tailbone, like your butt, came up off the floor, and you kind of like. <gasps> The former paramedic. And then came down onto the floor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So as you're doing that, though, I mean, did you do you even have time to even think about in the moment, like you could be losing him? Or I, mean, I did. I kept yeah. thinking, oh my goodness, here it is. We've only been married now a year, yeah, and, yeah, and you're going to leave for, me? Yeah, what's yeah. this? What's going on here? And um, but they did. They, they worked on him and and had to shock him a couple times. Yeah. And then they told me, hey, we've got a pulse. And I'm like, thank goodness. And they're like. Don't get excited. It's a very slight pulse, but yeah. meet us at the hospital. How so down? How we long was he down? Well, I kind of had a timeline because when he, when it first happened, when the paramedics first got there, I had called his mom to let her know what was going on, and then I called her again once they said there was him, and it was about a fifteen or so minute timeline. Fifteen minutes. It was a long time. How long did you do CPR before the medics got well, there? It seemed like forever, but yeah, was, I'm going to guess it was probably four minutes or something. Still, like that's that. a long time to do CPR by well, yourself. My arms were, oh. Yeah, my arms were okay. killing me. So you're out, you're lifeless and gone for 15 minutes. Do you remember like what you saw, heard, anything? You know, right. it's it's kind of ironic because everybody talks about how they s- see a light see or something. All right? this. Yeah. Let me tell you, something. you don't see crap. Really? You're done. So you're, what? What? I mean, you don't. Do you remember anything from that 15 minutes at all? You like, know, I have to ask all the time about the only thing that I can even imagine was laying on the bed you know that, that that's the only thing that i don't remember her t- you know yeah. sleep laying well because i mean yeah there were some people with stories talking about it, like they were hovering over their body watching you be them being resuscitated you don't remember that you don't Man, nothing like that i want to say yes right but i you don't i don't i, I it, it's crazy and like i said you know that laying down going to sleep is the last thing I remember. In that, you don't remember feeling anything on your body. Any the next signs thing of I remember, I woke up tied to a hospital bed. And pull your phone out and show them. But yeah, it is. It's nuts. Wow, man, that's uh, scary. And, so, and when you wait, you know, when they say they they can't, people can't abduct you and tie you. That's when I found out you're wrong because yeah. they can because. That's what freaked me out the worst because you have all these tubes down your yeah. throat, and of course you're tied to that bed. And they had to explain to you what happened, obviously, because you didn't. Well, she kind of did. Had to. That's one of the only things I remember 
was her looking at my face telling me to calm down. Yeah. You know, I, oh. I'm already, like I said, in the hospital freaking out because I just went to bed. That's all I did. Yeah. Right. Um, do you have any, like, long-term side effects from what happened? Like, Yeah, probably my memory a little bit. My yeah. my hands and my, and my feet. Uh, I played professional golf for a lot of years, and I haven't touched a club since. Oh. My Does hands hurt, you know, all in here just to hold some. I don't know. I haven't what really. Is that, what is that from, though? Is that from the, the charge? That, I, I, I don't know what it's from. What it's like what nerve, damage. Neuropathy. I think it's the nerve, the nerve, nerve damage. damage, yeah, just from having no blood flow for 15 minutes, or? yeah, yeah, wow. Man. But it's crazy at first. I was thinking, oh, I'll be normal, you know, yeah. normal. I'm never yeah. normal, but but yeah, <laughs> as normal as it gets, Ron. right? But every day it's kind of like, man, you find something new that, yeah. that that had to be from that because hell, I haven't done anything since yeah. the heart attack to do anything. And how long ago was this it heart? Was- uh, June twenty fifth, twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. So it's been a good number yeah. of years now. Yeah, because right. uh, since then, you know, I mean, I, I wasn't allowed to go back to work or, or, or anything. Yeah. And um, but every day, you know, you find something new. It's like, damn, how do I do that? Yeah. You know. But, I mean, looking at you, you'd never be able to tell. You know. I mean, you seem normal. I tried yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> you seem unless, normal. Unless she, unless she says until he opens his mouth. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So has has anything changed since then? I mean, obviously a heart attack. You know, I mean, you look, seem like a healthy guy, right? I mean, I, yeah. I, I I mean, to the point. I mean, we try to eat good, and I mean, hell, did we, that change after the heart attack? Then or no? I, no. <laughs> you, you'd always try to eat good. I mean, no, we always eat. I, you know what? I look at it this way. You know, I'm going to eat what I like. And if I, if it's my time, it's my yeah. time. I guess so. Nothing's you know? really changed since well, the. Well, no, I mean, we do eat. I eat vegetables now. <laughs> <laughs> so and before that, you never ate vegetables. Yeah. So that's gotta. <laughs> oh my gosh! I guess, you know, but uh, well, the no. one good thing was he stopped smoking immediately. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Smoke. Okay, that's so that's, that's, that's a big yeah. thing that's changed then. Yeah. Okay. That's I mean, like a life-changing thing. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, and from that day, I've never touched another one. I mean that. That yeah, day a, I come home from the hospital, and I put it, yeah, I never touched them. But to get to the story, though, they released me from the hospital. Okay. Next day I go home and tell yeah, I'm not feeling good. I had another heart attack. Another one? What? Took me back, and they had took to do back immediately. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. So did they just not catch it? I mean. Yeah, the dumb doctor did. Uh, <laughs> because he came to my room and told me, and I told him, I said, you might as well get out of here. Oh, you wanted to go home, you didn't? No, no, no. He told me that he left it in there. The one that they had to go back in and redo, that first doctor, Uh he knew it was there. But he still let you go. And he just, he didn't do the surgery. He just said, okay. So then they released me to go home, and then we had another. So how did, what happens with that? Like, uh, you know, I mean, if he knew that that was there, and then you had, I mean. He said it wasn't a big deal. I think they just didn't want to put more, more stress strain on your heart on his body than yeah. they had to. They so did they the one stint and they said, "Well, we'll just follow up," mm-hmm. not thinking that it was going to be the day after you go uh, to the hospital, you right? Have another issue, but right. we weren't so, we weren't playing that game. We're going right back to the hospital. So you had, yeah. a, you had another heart attack again. at home. It was yeah. this at home this time? Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't same. bad like that, but it was like, oh shit, we got to go. Okay, so you weren't completely gone no, no, where no, she was no. doing CPR again. No, so no, you, no. Oh, I drove in the passenger seat while she took me and they took me right in. But yeah, those those. Just That's the nuttiest days. Um, yeah. And Terry, how has your mentality changed, you know, after, you know, I mean, obviously doing CPR on him and him being essentially dead for 15 minutes. Well, it's kind of scary now because it's like when we go to bed, if he's 
if I can't hear him breathing and he's got like a softer breathing, you know, mm -hmm. I wake up and I'm like, I'm like touching and feeling to see if he's actually yeah. breathing. If I can't hear him breathing. Like a new mom it, with yeah, their baby. It's scary. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to go through that again. That was terrifying. And I don't want to do it yeah. again. So it's like, <laughs> I'm always kind of, okay, is he breathing? And and for the longest time, you know, I, I would call him on my breaks and everything. And are you doing okay? Are you doing okay? And if he didn't answer the phone, I was taking off and going home to make sure he was okay because yeah. he'd fallen asleep or turned his phone off or whatever it might've been. But it's like, no, now I'm scared. Yeah. And now the anxiety is so bad, you know, like for the last week, I haven't slept. You know, finally last night, we are a doctor that I've been seeing gave me some pills, and I was like, I don't want to take them. I've been taking, you know, gummies. Mm -hmm. And I would go to sleep. And right when they hit, I was like, oh, cool. And about 10 minutes later, I'm like, what are you doing? You're asleep. And I'm getting up, pacing the floors till 3, 4 in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, and then finally, I took one of those pills, and I think I slept all night finally last night yeah. so has something changed in the last week and a half i think what it is to be honest with you i think what it is i think it's a, this whole anxiety thing stems from and i could be wrong his mother passed in january oh i'm so died. sorry and then he just had a friend who just lost her husband oh. to, suicide. to suicide and i oh, think a lot tough. of this is on his yeah. mind mm -hmm. because he's not doing anything other than hanging out the house yeah, playing I mean, his guitar and stuff and i think it dwells on him yeah so I, I don't know if that's what it is or what, but oh. that would make that's sense. That's the one so. thing good that's come out of the heart attack. I have like five guitars now. <laughs> Does he serenade you all the time, Terry? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what you want to call it. <laughs> well, let me, can I ask this question real yes. quick? So, I mean, it seems like a lot of people are getting divorced. Like it's such a the cool thing to do these days, you know? So like back when you guys got divorced the first time after five years of marriage and then, you know, kind of getting remarried and do your mm -hmm. thing for 27 years. Is there anything you would change about that? Like, would you like say you you should have fought harder to stay together, kind of a thing? She I mean, should have. She she should have. <laughs> yeah, I was fine with staying married. She just I came home from work one day and she was gone. Oh, Kid and really? everything gone. No 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 nothing. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Things could have been different that way. I think we were just young. Mm. And we were. We okay. were 16 years old when we got oh, married. Oh, so, yeah. No, we okay. were 18. All right. We were barely oh. 18 well, we, we got were, married. We were dating since we were 15. Yeah. Okay. So high school sweethearts kind of a thing? Or? Yeah. Yeah. I met her at the bus stop. Aww. It was flooded. She didn't go to my school, but she was at our bus stop, and yeah. I picked her up, and I was going to throw her in the water, and I had hair down to here. Yeah. <laughs> and she grabbed my hair and said, if I go, you go. <laughs> and ever since that day, we've been married or together. Wow, man. And there's that. really nothing in this life you guys haven't done, pretty much. I mean, you've revived him from death. I mean, there's you guys have I, been through a lot. I wish Holy she would have been around a lot longer because, you know, yeah. I mean, I got to do a lot of things. I played on the PGA Tour. I worked for NASCAR. You know, I got wow. to do some fun thing. I traveled the whole world with. And this me. is all while you guys were separated. Yeah, yeah. I got to travel the whole world with NASCAR and golf and stuff. You know, so now she just gets to hear the stories. Yeah. Yes, yeah. she's never. She's like, yeah, they don't end. <laughs> she's been to Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's pretty cool. I've never been wow. there. That's pretty cool. <laughs> well, Ron and Terry, Ron, I'm glad you're doing well, man. I'm glad yeah, you're still nice. here with us, man. It's awesome. That's great. And I appreciate you guys coming in to share your story. It was awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Anything else Appreciate you want to add? And you good? Man, I can't think of anything. Okay. No, I, that was that was great. What do you? Yeah, what, what are the plans for the rest of the day? Play guitar? Just, <laughs> I, well, I don't know. She's off to I now. Took the day off, so. So. <laughs> nice. There we go. She's usually yeah. not off till the weekends and yeah. stuff. Would uh, would have been loved going to the stadium this weekend, but oh, George Strait. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be good. Yeah, it's a it'll be a good show. I've seen him a few times. Yeah. Seen him in Cheyenne, seen him in 
Angelo. She's 